Welcome back into Sports Call here on Tiger 95.9 FM in the Auburn and Opelika area. J.J. Jackson inside the studio with Brooks Childress and Brant Daughtry and honored to go to our phone lines today and bring on a very special guest. Eric Zweig is a sports writer with a brand new book out as National Geographic Kids and ESPN have teamed up to create the book It's a Numbers Game Football, teaching kids the way that digits and math factor into football from count statistics used to measure an individual player performance to the numbers used in defensive formations and a whole lot more so let's welcome in eric into our program the time is greatly appreciated and and what a fun book you've got here eric well thanks very much thanks for talking to me and i'm glad you're uh you like the book no kidding. It's it's really fun to sort of uh, reflect back on our youth and learning sports to a variety of different ways and how numbers uh, were impacted by that and how they helped us uh, become better math students. Here we are in an everyday sports talking profession and we're giving numbers out all the time. I mean, tell us a little bit more about the idea of making this book happen. Well, that was that was what I thought too, you know, like numbers, the, the obvious part in football. I mean, this is a, 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 a series of books they have. There's been a basketball, a baseball, and, and soccer already, and now football. I'm not sure why it took them so long to get to football. But for me, it was like the, the more obvious numbers were the easy attraction that, you know, I mean, you look at a football field, there's great big numbers on the, on the field. You look at a football player, the, the numbers on their sweaters are bigger than they are in any other sport. Um, we add up the yardage that guys have run for or, or passed for, and that seemed like the obvious math, and that was because I'm, I'm not much of a math guy, though it's funny that I've said to a few people in some of these interviews today, you know, I think I still have the seven times tables down better than anything else in multiplication, basically from football scores. It was interesting to dig into it a little more and try and find some of the kind of more hidden math and, and science and try and tell those stories because, as I say, I'm not really a math and science guy. Isn't that funny, though? We were, we were talking about kind of our math days and how it related to football, and you get to the multiplication stage of life, and any time that the sevens came up, we were great. We were absolutely yeah, great because yeah. we knew the <laughs> touchdown math that was set to take place. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. <laughs> that's, that's how I learned to multiply. 7, 14, 21, 28, throw in a field goal. I'm, I'm from Canada, so, you know, Canadian football has single points, too, so the numbers can get a little crazier. But basically, the seven-times table, that was, that, was, that was the important thing that I learned from math from football. But as I say, like in the, the book, Patrick Mahomes has written the introduction to the book, and he talks about, he talks more about numbers than math, but how he's, He's always, you know, managing the clock. He's, he's got to know, you know, what do we need for a first down here? How much time and how long a drive if we're going to score a touchdown on this play or this, this drive? Um, so even, even at the highest level, he's thinking math. But I think that a quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, anybody, anybody playing NCAA at that level, probably, you know, the top high school kids too. I mean, you have so much more math and science in your brain as a, as a football player, a quarterback particularly, I think, than you're even aware of. Like, these guys aren't dropping back and thinking, hmm, you know, 45-degree angle will get it over this guy and get it this far down the field and, you know, 600 newtons of force. But their bodies are kind of trained to know that. So I think it's I, – I, I find that quite interesting. And the book doesn't even really super get into that. I've been thinking about that as I've been talking about it today. Um, and the other thing that because, you know, as I said, I wasn't much of a math kid, 
I think if somebody had more pointed out to me the math in sports, I would have been because to me it was always like, what am I going to use this in real life? I'm not going to. I'm not going to design buildings. I'm not going to. I don't need the science of this, the angles of that. But if I'd understood more that the sports I love had so much sort of math at their base, because to me, like statistics and, and, and that didn't even seem like math. It was just fun. It was part of football and baseball. Um, if, if someone had made the connection, I might have been a better math student. But, you know, who knows? <laughs> Eric Zweig is joining us here on the show. It's a new book that is out now. It's a numbers game football as National Geographic Kids and ESPN have teamed up. Just a moment ago, you gave away the fact that uh, you are Canadian. However, earlier in our conversation moments ago, you mentioned the fact that there were big giant numbers on sweaters and the fact that you said sweaters as opposed to jerseys. I think yeah. SEC Country picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's funny. Like, I guess sweaters is more a hockey term than jerseys. It is a football jersey. But, uh, yeah, sweaters is kind of my default phrase. <laughs> it's funny the little things that give away Canadians and Americans. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about uh, about the opportunity for Patrick Mahomes to be a part of the forward here for this book. Well, that's interesting. That's all on them, right? I mean, National Geographic has tremendous reach. I think if they reach out and ask you, you say yes. Um, and ESPN, I, I've lost track of, like, if there's an actual goal like link between the two companies or just because they wanted to do sports book they 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 partnered with somebody big in sports but they did all of that like other books i've done for national geographic they kind of paired me with uh uh the, the the expert they wanted like i did a book for them called absolute expert soccer and i am definitely not an expert on soccer but they paired me with a uh, uh, american referee from the major soccer league and and he does international games and he was quite helpful. Mahomes, I was always excited that he was, that they told me very early on he was going to be the one, but we had no, we had no interaction. Like he had, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get him get a chance to like send him an email and go, hey, I love the forage rope because <laughs> I, I do. But they, they did all that. I can't say it's not like, oh, I called my good friend Patrick and he was happy to do it. Something like that. Eric, you look at football today, and it seems like these numbers are becoming more and more commonplace. People are using these advanced analytics, and, and you know, very famously, Lane Kiffin has a numbers guy on his sideline that helps him call plays and things like that. Do you think that uh, the numbers game is coming more to the forefront? Do you see that increasing in football? Well, I would think so. I mean, it just see, it's funny because I've been saying today, like baseball is the obvious one. Like all these new statistics that have come forward in baseball have really changed the way people look at the games, change the way people have scout players, change the way voters vote for the awards at the end of the season. I mean, there's the whole reason, you know, like a 300 hitter, a batting average, it's hardly talked about anymore because we know, well, he doesn't get a big average, but he draws a lot of walks. He drives in clutch runs. Football, uh, it's funny, I I don't see the obvious underlying numbers in football the way I, I see them in baseball, but, you know, I'm sure the football guys are crunching things and if you can get any advantage, right? like if my numbers guy is better than your numbers guy, it helps me call call the better play here. Um, it's all an advantage, and I think it's only going to be more and more of that in, in all sports. I mean, sometimes I feel like it's not to the betterment of sports, but it, it's kind of like there's no turning back. Eric, uh, after writing this book, I, I have to know, you know, you said you weren't really a math guy. I don't think anyone in this studio was really a math guy growing <laughs> up. Is, is there a new number that you discovered in the sport of football that you're like, oh, my gosh, you're going to pay attention to that all football season now? <laughs> That's a good question. But, no, I, I can't say there really is. I, I probably will be more like I used to just think, you know, blocking and tackling was 
big, strong guys hitting each other as hard as they could. And when I was reading, I think other people have written that have developed like this theories more than I have about how like a, a small guy can block a big guy by knowing you know his center of gravity and attacking him this way and that way. I think I'll be more aware of things when I see them. But no, there isn't like oh, I'm watching for that anymore. You know, like I'm still I'm old enough that I still kind of rely on the more traditional stuff. Uh, I still it's funny like. I've always been a big fan of the passing game. The Canadian game is, is very wide open and it's always more of a passing game. Um, and so I've always been a big fan of the big passers, but it's, it's funny to me that it has sort of like the running game is almost a, an afterthought now. And I, I kind of, you know, I like the Earl Campbell's, you know, the guys who just big, strong guy that, you know, he'll run for 200 yards because he'll beat you down. You know, <laughs> that was sort of, I, I kind of miss that in football now, but I still think like I, my brain is kind of set in the time when I grew up. I, I haven't <laughs> maybe I haven't evolved enough as a sports fan. Eric Zweig here with us on Sports Call in Auburn today. The book is out now. It's a numbers game football from National Geographic Kids and ESPN. And again, the foreword done by Patrick Mahomes. The book is so colorful. It's really fun to flip through with great pictures that you're so accustomed to from National Geographic. I I particularly uh, found it a little interesting looking through special teams, Eric, because uh, we talk kicking and punting all the time, and those are the least heralded positions in the sport, and yet numbers are so critical in what they do. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, again, I guess in Canadian football, there's there's always been more kicking because I guess the three downs for ten, you end up punting more. <laughs> I always liked punters as a kid, um, and and field goals too. Like even when we used to have those those early handheld digital football games, like I like to see like how far will it let me kick field goal from more than you know can I drop down and score. So yeah, it was fun to do that stuff. And again, like I certainly learned things a bit. I mean, I always knew that. You know, the Canadian football has a slightly larger T for, and, and the NFL, they, they don't have them, but college football, too. Like, the T and how that just little bit of a fraction of getting you above the grass can reduce the friction and the drag on the ball and, and, and help you kick. I mean, it was, it was all, it was, it was fun. It was neat. It was stuff I hadn't really thought about in, in sports that I've enjoyed for my whole life. Tell us about also, at the end of every chapter, you've got these Try This Activities, which has become such a staple for this format of books. What can, what can readers yes. and kids expect in those Try This Activities? Well, it's funny. That, that was, I think, the hardest part for me, because you know, I'm a writer, I'm a researcher, and I, and I like <laughs> history, which is why the book has so much history of football, the, the, the greats of the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and how the game evolved. But the the coming up with the activities was tough, and they wouldn't let me. Like, there's a couple of them that just like, you know, go out and see how fast you can run. Go out and see how far you can kick. It's like, you can't just do that for every chapter. <laughs> so, so we did have to come up with things. One of the more fun ones to come up with, though, with such a simplified version, is I think it's at the end of maybe the first chapter. It's, it's you know, devising your own schedule. Because um, I've always known that the NFL schedule was based on the results of the previous year, like where you finished in your division, and that there was a rotation of, you know, the NFC, this division will place the AFC, that division next year, and it goes on a rotation so that you're always over, over like a six-year period or whatever it is, you, you see all the teams. Um, but trying to come up with that, like, so we just kind of had, I think I, I used a, an actual season from a handful of years ago, but had to change stuff because some of the team names have changed. They've moved cities. Um, there's more games now. That was, it's funny because the way this book 
long time to come out. So, oh, we've got to add in a little bit about the 17th game. Right. How does that work in the schedule? Um, but just devising a system that kids would be able to use simply. So, I mean, you can't obviously make a schedule, right? Like the book even says, it's like five NFL executives and 100 computers to come up with the schedule. Yeah. But there is the basic template of you play this team because you finished there, and you play that team because this is the year you play that conference. So it was like, all right, you can't really make a schedule, but figure out based on the season stats we've got here who the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers are playing next season. So that one, that one was a fun one. It's not super mathy, but it does relate to the numbers and the positions. It wasn't like, honestly, God, I'd have just had go out and kick a ball, go out and throw a ball, get your friends, see what you can do. But they didn't let me do that for six six or seven chapters <laughs> it was the one chance you had the opportunity to be a pe teacher and and then you have to yeah, be like wait a yeah. minute let me get some math yeah, in here exactly i gotta be a math teacher again <laughs> <laughs> well eric the time is so greatly appreciated again uh congrats on on this book and uh hopefully it's received very well by the public we certainly enjoyed wow. it thank you again for taking time to join us on the show today eric Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. That's Eric Zweig joining us here on Sports Call in Auburn.